Welcome to Two Travel Dads Podcast. Here we share our favorite destinations, travel tips, stories from our adventures, and bring on awesome guests to share insights into their travelsome lives. Hey, welcome sure to, to another episode wherever you get of your Two Travel Dads Podcast. And check out I'm our details host, show notes Rob, at twotraveldads.com slash podcast dash episode. For all kinds of different things, for talking about health, for talking about trains, you name it. Um, hello, Kelly. Hi, everybody. And today, I think we should talk about something that is super duper important to me, and that is best friend travel. So, I know. Um, right now, Kelly and I are actually in, it's not that we're on the outs, because we're not, but we are in a stint where we haven't seen each other since... <laughs> August and it's the beginning of November and I think it's the longest we've gone without seeing each other in years. It is and it's the first time we've missed Thanksgiving together for I don't even know how long. I know it, it's crazy. So yeah uh, I'll be at your house for Thanksgiving <laughs> you just won't be there. <laughs> I know but you know at least you get to be kind of someplace warm at least. <laughs> be good and you guys will be in hawaii so that's good i know that's true um but yeah so i thought we could talk about best friend travel today because i was thinking about it and thinking about all the different trips that we've done first of all do you realize that we have known each other for um when 2024 hits that will make 20 years 20 years yeah everything's all of a sudden 20 years in my life everything's 20 but it's this is our that starts as an adult and lasts for 20 years is pretty special, you know? I think I, so too. It is. It's very special. And our, our whole families are our family now. It's it started in the little hotel vintage park in downtown Seattle. <laughs> Which was not a podunk like back back country hotel, unlike that accent, <laughs> just like in black. <laughs> I did make it sound like that. <laughs> it was it was a little bit more um seedy is not the word um no it was not as nice as it is now and it was kimpton kimpton's awesome we love kimpton hotels for sure yeah. we had a great group there that all of us are still friends i met my husband there you and chris started dating at the same time yep. we met a great friends there yeah it was a really cool little microcosm in the city that we had in that hotel it was fun. it was, it was definitely that um <laughs> it was definitely that perfect example of how when you work in close quarters with people and you are all going through life, you all become way too involved in each other's lives yep. <laughs> with yep. everybody there. Oh, yeah, man. it was because it it's close quarters. It was cozy. So you have to bump up against each other. And I love that it was people from all around the whole planet. <laughs> yeah. And just working and try to make life for our families. And it was just really great. And we got some great friendships obviously out of it and both of us have found that we love to travel and talk about travel and go yeah. places together and it is it is really unique and special when you find someone that you can travel with right am i right everybody you're, you're right you're right am i right am i right you sound like ned ryerson from groundhog right? day <laughs> but um no and it's funny because so you know i'm going into 10 years with the blog going up on that 10th year wow that's crazy wow that um and I was thinking back to that first trip that I got invited on that you couldn't come on. And it was such a bummer. It was a cruise. Do you remember that? Oh, yes. 
and you had to say no. Oh, I was but, doing my ski instructor training at Mount Hood. Otherwise, you know, I would have been there. <laughs> yeah. But so the thing about that, though, is I think that because you had to miss that awesome trip, it's made it so that when other opportunities come up, because then you also had to miss Puerto Rico when that happened. Too. I know. <laughs> yeah, in Puerto Rico. It was Jamaica and Puerto Rico. And it's me. Yeah. The beach. Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, I think that's made it so that like when there are really great opportunities that come for us to go places together, I love that you find ways to make it happen that you can say yes. And that makes me feel special. And we have so much fun. We do. We really roll really well together, even though we are very different as far as like how we walk through the world. You're a high speed rabbit and I'm a slow sloth, like tortoise, tortoise in the hair. <laughs> together. <laughs> I guess kind of is like that. Yeah. A little bit. All the plans. And I go with the flow and it works out great. <laughs> yeah. Well, then talking about going with the flow, let's flow towards before we get into the dynamics of traveling with somebody that you are so very close and so very intimate with, but not intimate in that way. Yeah. You know, we'll talk about the dynamics of what that's like when it comes to travel, because I think it's fascinating. And I think, I think not to like, that we are the be all end all, but I think we're a great example of what people could have in friendships besides their spouses. And I love that about us. I do too. I really do too. I think there is a dynamic between people that is lost because of marriages and partners that have jealousy issues. <laughs> and uh, we are both very blessed that our husbands are great friends as well our kids are great friends and um they know us they know that we they see us together we're like brother and sister um and have just cultivated this ability to like flow together it's not there's you know i know we all have experiences where you're all excited to go on some trip or even just a night out with a friend and things just are rough. Like you communicate different styles of communicating different needs for what you need from each other. And, you know, honestly, it really is cultivated over lots of years. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I, I think that that's something that, I mean, especially in recent years when we've both been in our own stressful moments of life and being apart <laughs> from each other. I think yeah. we've had a couple of those moments where we've come together and it's, we've had some tough some tough days in our travel, <laughs> you know? And I think that's to be expected, you know? You're in one place in life, I'm in another place in life. And sometimes we are just all happiness and rainbows. And sometimes we have to like really talk to each other hardcore. <laughs> yeah, make space around stuff. And that that's, I think what we've gone to is when we can feel the friction, we're both very sensitive to and sensitive to each other. Um, and we know each other well enough to know, you know what? I think we need a little break. I'm going to go here, go there, and we'll meet up in an hour or whatever. So that's yeah. been really important. And, you know, just like any relationship, even with your kids. <laughs> oh, for, for real. Yeah. And just to give that respect of we're having a bit of a moment here. We're not communicating the way that we typically lovingly want to with each other. So let's just make a little space around it and we'll come back together and try again. <laughs> yeah. And like, I know I love when I can be eloquent and when I'm feeling frustrated or 
not heard or just like on a different vibe than you, I really appreciate when I can step away and really think out my thoughts and be ready to like speak from like a place of calm and love and fun and we can get back to where we were and I love that because there's very few people I can do that with. <laughs> yeah. I think that we also learned because of our sensitivity to each other. I know we're tuned into the same channel a lot. And so even when we're apart, I, I know that we had the same idea about texting. So when we were apart, when we had our little hiccup in Calgary or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That we, we had one there. <laughs> we both space. We made some space. I of course went and took a bath. You of course went to the gym. And then after about an hour of separation, we texted each other like, okay, we had our space. Here's the words I wanted to say to you. And yes. then you text. Words. Now, don't get me wrong. Texting can be a horrible way to communicate. It really it, can be. <laughs> yeah. We tested the water with each other. We, you know, that's, that's one good thing about texting. If you really can take your time after cooling off, after, you know, having some time to just take some deep breaths and walk it off and think about what you want to say without the emotion. Um, then you can write it down. And then when you write it down for each other, you can reread it and go back to it if you need to. And I feel like we, we handled that really well. It was just, I think, probably from being literally not even an arm's length apart for a week and a half at that point. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we I think we hit our peak there at like I think it was nine days together, just yeah. the two of us. <laughs> yeah, so I, think, I feel pretty good about it. It's OK. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. But, you know, I think. I think that is awesome and it makes it made it so that, I mean, we've, we've had several trips since then and yep. it's made it so that we can talk about things even like when, gosh, I mean, you know, we had that moment when this August, when I was just for whatever reason, I was feeling everything so harshly <laughs> and I was like, I, I have to just fully step away and we got to talk about it and that then we had an amazing adventure looking for moose and not finding any and <laughs> just yeah, all that, that stuff added on to the the stress a little bit is your hardcore desire to see a moose that was not able to be fulfilled <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh well i made it for that with my trip to montana with elliot i'll tell you that holy cow You're heard of moose or something where you is oh. that what you we we yeah we we got stuck between ten moose on one hike and then we saw three more it was it was insane insane it was amazing and yeah good times <laughs> but, they don't they're not scary well they're pretty darn powerful I mean a moose a moose can kick in like a weird frontward way like a soccer player and oh yeah so I mean if you're not if you're not aware of what a moose can do and you aren't keeping enough distance, it can totally be dangerous. Oh but, my gosh. Yeah. But that is not what we're talking about. We're talking about <laughs> best friend travel. And Sorry. even though Elliot is also my little best friend, um, oh, but no, I was thinking um, with that and of all the cool places that we've gotten to go, what do you think is besides our communication? What do you think is something that we've really been able to learn about each other or about traveling together that is so different from traveling with a spouse? Mm. I think I, I can say it right away. It's a level of 
respect and the fact that we've both chosen to be there. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like totally. In marriage, you do what your partner wants sometimes because they're your partner and you've signed the contract, right? You, you've decided <laughs> that we're going we're gonna to give and take. And sometimes it just doesn't work out that way. And there's one that just always gets his way all the time. And you never still go where you want to go. And, oh, no, I'm going off on a tangent. Anyway, <laughs> um, no, I think that's a part of it, though, is that we we consciously choose each other. I um, agree. And it's not um, it's not just the partner that we've decided to go through our entire lives with. It's a friend. And so if you are the best friend, then you're making choices all the time to show each other your love and, and appreciation. And I see that, you know, you send me postcards when we're on the trip together. And that is just, I feel so <laughs> postcard after leaving you. <laughs> hmm. I do love doing that. It always makes me chuckle. Like when we're sitting there and I'm literally writing you a postcard and you're across the table. <laughs> It is. It's love. We just love each other in this non, it's not intimate. You know, obviously we're not married and not sexual, but there's an intimacy that is more powerful. I feel like, and I, as a massage therapist, it's something I cultivate on the daily with people because it's what, it's what is so moving about relationships is that deep connection where you feel a soul click. It's not just, you know, the lightness of how's the weather it's it's something deeper and that's what i've always craved that's why i do the work i do yeah. um and you are really good at that and you you it's just a sensitivity it's a sensitivity toward each other that i think is what makes people close and being op open and vulnerable enough to go there together and feel that love and just be excited it's like electric right yeah well and so and the other thing that i was thinking about with that and why our you know best friend trips are so great is because it's really nice to be able to go and have an adventure with somebody and to be seen as somebody else besides the other parent or the person right. who needs to take care of x y and z <laughs> yep like yep. i feel like we get to actually just we don't have to be anything else when we are traveling together we get to literally just exist and do our thing and it is a completely different sort of experience and relief and release than when we take a family vacation or something like oh, that yeah, totally totally i think normalizing friends going on trips together is is a really good thing and and in all honesty, you know, girl trips have been out there for a long time, but I don't see often guy trips, you know, especially masculine guys that are just a lot of them. My husband, I can speak to actually, is just, he's a really hard worker and that's where he gets his, a lot of his self-worth, a lot of what he feels like he contributes to the family. But for him and a buddy to go off on a ski day or a golf day, he's like a new guy when he gets back. He needs it. He needs that. We all need that play with our friends. We just need to play with our friends sometimes, you know? So with that, here, so here's a question. And I think I know your answer, but I'm going to let you say it. Do you <laughs> feel, do you feel like when we go on our trips, which most, like I would say 96% of the time, 
They are work trips for my job. You're there helping me, supporting me, being a part of it. Even though those are work trips, do you feel like our adventures feel self-indulgent or selfish or inappropriately fun because they are? <laughs> you just answered the question. Yes. Yes, all of it. Yes, we are indulging. We are going for it. And here's why. I was just talking to my clients, all three of them today I had. I said this exact thing because all three of them had talked to me about someone in their life, dear, that had just passed away. And I said, you know, I think when me and my friend Rob die, people are just going to be like, God, those guys are annoying. They just never stopped. And they did everything they wanted to do and had so much fun. <laughs> and that's what people are going to say about us is, Thank no goodness gonna... we don't have to hear about it anymore. <laughs> that too, yeah. But oh. I think it is something to be said. There's a poem out there that says, you know, you slide into the casket just used up. And that's, that's I think, what we're headed towards. People aren't going to feel bad that we lived as hard and did as much as we possibly could and loved as much as we could and ran around the world just being happy and joyful because there's plenty of the other emotions out there, yeah. so... I just think there's something to being obnoxiously joyful nowadays. Um, it raises the vibration of everyone around us. Now, I'm not being, I'm not saying be disrespectful or shove your, you know, your expensive fun trips in everyone's face. But I think just showing people that, hey, get out there, do something fun is not nothing. It helps people. It supports them in doing it. So, yeah, I want to keep going. <laughs> okay, good. Well, so then... Something that <laughs> yes, no, that was perfect. That was great. Um, and and I'm thinking about something that always kind of weighs heavy on me. Mm -hmm. And I know it gets you too, is that when you and I go and we have an amazing adventure, I get home and I feel like I shouldn't talk about it too openly and frivolously because I <laughs> I, I do feel like this sense of guilt that like that my job is awesome and you and I get to go and have just these experiences that are, I mean, I'm jealous of them and I'm participating. Right. And Please, so, right? but like, it, it I, I feel bad about it a little bit. And so with that, I don't talk about it too openly. Mm -hmm. And so I write about it on the blog, but right. for you, I imagine it's something similar. Is there a trip that we have gotten to do that you have not gotten to blab about that you want to take <laughs> two minutes and just blab about real quick and just let it oh out. My, my family, I, I doubt they'll listen to this because they don't pay attention to any of my, anything I put out, honestly, which is <laughs> fine. Um, yeah. They don't ask me not even one question. So I just come back and I just ply everybody with gifts and, I just go on about my life grinning from ear to ear, knowing that in the last year, especially we had a trip planned literally every eight weeks. It was so, amazing. <laughs> like, I'm jealous of us. I, I'm barfing in my mouth a little bit when I'm talking about my next trip. <laughs> oh my God, who do you think you are? Right. But, and you know, I just, I can't say no to these invites and neither can you yeah. and neither would people who are, who are feeling envy. They wouldn't say no. And if they do, it's because of worthiness issues, which is a whole nother thing that we'll talk about on my retreat to Hawaii with a small group coming up in February. Oh, hold up. I'll give you a chance to talk about that. Just be patient. But, but you but know, it, 
it is about worthiness and unworthiness is a is a issue in our culture. Yeah, no. So I, I talk about that a lot with people about like joy and the things that we do and how it brings us joy and how it's okay to actually enjoy life and to make decisions and take action to ensure that you are, you know, living your best life and that there's no shame in that. And no. I feel like sometimes you and I do when we return from our luxury trip to wherever it might be. <laughs> um, I I feel like we do kind of harbor a little bit of guilt about that. And I think that we should both not do that. And okay. yeah. So let's just like make that little pact. We are not going to feel guilty about having a marvelous time anymore. <laughs> and you know what is great about nature and the world? There'll always be some drama. There'll always be some drama. I'm coming around. <laughs> so just don't create it, right? Don't uh -huh. make the just enjoy as much as possible because the drama will show up. That's always, you know, you hear me say that a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Good times. Um, it's healthy. So then here we go. Time for some questions about some of our best friend trips. And I'm going to go through them um, on a little timeline. And I want you to tell me what is your favorite moment or something that stands out from each of these little adventures. Okay. This is our, this is our little bragging podcast. If anyone wants to <laughs> check in on us bragging, here it is. Yeah, here we go. Okay. So I'm going to roll it back. First one. 2007. It wasn't just a you and me. It was after Chris and I had moved to Orange County and you and Jeff rented, was it Leonard? The stinky Leroy. car? Leroy, the stinky car. And you guys came down for a visit. What was your favorite thing about that? And then I'll tell you what my favorite thing was. Okay. I just remember us all having, I think it was a Christmas dinner or something around your white Christmas tree in your tiny, cute little apartment. And just being together there and just being so happy that we were all together, even though you guys were moving and it was like sealing the deal that, nope, doesn't matter where you go, we're going to show up. And you guys have done it the same to us throughout the years. No matter we, where we go, you're the ones that show up to see us and share life with. So I think that was fun for me is just feeling like we were getting set in the hook, you know? <laughs> well, so now I feel bad because you had a meaningful answer to that question and my... <laughs> The thing I took away from that trip was that you introduced me to tortilla chips and hummus. Okay. Well, hey, <laughs> you know, that's been life affirming more more than once, especially when it's Juanita's chips. I know. Oh, for a minute, Juanita's chips from Hood River. No, are they from the Dallas? <laughs> uh, no, they're from Hood River. No, Hood River. Good times. I miss those. Um, okay. So then after that, uh, it was just, a whole lot of back and forth, us visiting each other, you living down in the Columbia River Gorge and yeah, me. That yeah. on your on your blog for sure. Yes, there's lots about the gorge on the blog for sure. Yeah. Um, but so then, you know, going back and forth, the gorge, you coming up to Suquamish, all that stuff. What do you either miss about those little travel trips that we would do or what was your favorite? And actually, I want to share one of my favorite moments first. Okay. Go. I think we were going to someplace like Appleton or something like that. And you, oh no, actually, yes. <laughs> you were like, no, it's this way. It's this way. And then we ended up going on this terrifying jackknife 
gravel forest service road down towards the Klickitat River. And it was terrifying and so much fun and such a weird little adventure. (laughs) We really don't need to go into all the times we've been lost together. Let's just skip that story. I was also just thinking about that time that we tried to find a campsite out in Cleelum, Washington, and we ended up on another like 12 mile gravel road in the middle of nowhere. With three kids under five. Yeah. Oh, that was good times. Yes. We're we're still alive. We made it. We make stuff happen. That's the thing. When you travel a lot together, you really know each other's strengths. (laughs) And you you know that you can be lost in the wilderness and make it out alive. We will always have beef jerky in the car mm-hmm. and some um the really good gummy bears what's that brand of oh, the albanese are- gummy bears gummy bears and beef yeah. jerky will get you through most things yeah yeah it's true <laughs> good times um so then actually let's just move on to more to like the trippy trip sort of things the trippy trip yeah the- well of li- living in washington together we could drive to each other so that's what i miss about that but yeah. now we fly that's fine now we fly and it's still well, no i driving there i do drive to florida you guys haven't driven up here yet but we've driven to florida now this next week will be our third time good times um okay so i guess i'll just kind of bounce around um one of my favorite trips that you and i did was to door county wisconsin such a random trip yes it was and (laughs) what was your favorite moment or yeah, best memory from that bizarre experience. <laughs> so many cheese curds, uh, cheese and more cheese. I really liked the place we stayed. That was also pretty cool. It was like a little condo. Mm. Uh, the ferry boat ride in the high seas on Lake Michigan was crazy because that lake just astounds me that it's not an ocean. <laughs> it looks yes. like the ocean. Yes, that is exactly what I was also going to pick for like my favorite moment was the boat ride out to uh, Washington Island. Oh my gosh. With the waves coming up over the front of the boat while we sat in our car. That was a little terrifying. Our little forest picnic. That was good too. I like that. Our forest picnic with the canned cocktails and like, and fish. Pretty sure there was cheese. Lots of cheese. Oh, there's always cheese. There's always cheese for sure. Yeah. That was a, that was an amazing trip. Um, how about our adventure to Lake Tahoe and Carson City in the freezing cold winter? That was beautiful, too. That was our very first one. That was during COVID, and we were scorned on that one because we were traveling when no one else was. But, yeah. Um, but it was... But- but the we purpose, the purpose of that one, the purpose of that one though was to show people how travel could be done safely and how to recreate outdoors and stuff. So we we had we had purpose. It was <laughs> cute. I just love to travel. I just adore seeing new places, and you do such a good job of getting us to all the historical sites and a good hike and a good lunch usually. So we do all of those most days. I really love that huge um, sauna. No, what was it? Oh, hot the hot, yeah, the, the big the hot, hot springs. springs in Carson yeah. City. That was fun. That was lovely. Um, hot. And there's some really sweet ladies that we worked with and had dinner with. They were lovely too. Oh, yeah. Um, let's see. Another fun trip that I am excited about because I'm going back to the big Island this week and you're going back for the retreat that you're leading in February. 
um, we had an amazing adventure exploring the big island together. Yes, that was that was a dream, dreamy trip. That really was really special. Remember the night we got there, Kilauea started. It had been going. That's why we wanted to plan the trip. Because you are so sweet and you know I've always had that on my bucket list is seeing a live volcano because I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew that there was the volcano Mauna Loa was going. So you were like, hey, want to go to Hawaii? I'm like, oh my God. So yes, we we planned it. And then in the weeks before our trip, Mauna Loa stopped. And then the night And Kilauea stopped. <laughs> yeah. Kilauea started right when we got there. And that just felt really special. And we had that wonderful peaceful night that it was full moon and we got to walk i think it was like a mile into where we could get closest to the crater yes we're just watching it bubble and churn and just like you can't close your eyes you're like i know i'm right at death's door standing next to this active volcano but i can't leave i'm mesmerized and it's so beautiful and powerful and gentle at the same time and ah yes i could go on and on and then the walk just i don't know it was something I felt like we were we were connected somehow walking back in the moonlight with after just seeing that that amazing volcano and I think that was also the same day we went to the green sand beach. Oh, the green sand beach. I'm so excited I, to take the, the my family there this week. Yes, you guys will get to see that on the crazy truck ride. On the crazy insane <laughs> truck ride through the 6 foot deep truck ruts on a Yeah. Dirt road in the middle of nowhere. I loved it. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh yeah. The kids are going to enjoy that. Um, I think one of my favorite things from that specific trip. Um, oh, and we stayed at that beautiful B and B up on yes. the hill at the Kawa Aloha plantation. That was beautiful. Oh, and uh, the guy that was just, he was just like a guardian angel or something. I just loved him. Remember I kept hugging him. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, so my favorite thing from that trip was when we went and we snorkeled with the manta rays. And if you could have heard yourself underwater, <laughs> you were gasping and gushing. And I mean, you, you're supposed to sing to the manta rays anyways to attract them up to you and it totally works. But you were just, oh my gosh, constantly no. like, ask it, is- <laughs> it was, it was, it was amazing. I just have to say, you know, they are so beautiful, so huge. 1,400 pounds, I think they were, like eight feet across. Nine Something feet like across. that. They're just enormous. And they loop through the ocean with their underbelly exposed. Like, what is that lesson? And going through life, being a little more vulnerable people, you know, we can trust. We can We can hold each other enough to just let each other loop backwards through the ocean with your underbelly exposed occasionally, you know, that's what you can do with a best friend too. You can kind of, like you were saying, try on a new you on when we go to Hawaii, who are you here? Who are you there? But yeah, anyway, that was really magical. And I guess if you're staying at that hotel, that's right there where the lights are shining, Mm -hmm. shining in, you can see them jumping out of the water in the daytime, which we've got to next time. Next time. We'll just have to go back next time. Okay. Yep. Um, and then another fun thing we did, we got to go and experience Disney World, like the ultimate Disney World experience together. Okay. That that was unforgettable. That one, I think my son didn't talk to me for a week. <laughs> well, 
<laughs> but now we're going back in a week and a half or so, and I know how to do it because exactly. I learned so much about how to do Disney World and people. You need to know somebody who knows how to do Disney World because it's huge. There's four humongous parks, and it's really helpful to look on Rob's blog for how to do it because you don't want to waste a dollar or a minute when you're in Disney World. <laughs> See, so best friend travel is so yeah. much more than just us going and gallivanting. It is right? us doing the research to benefit our loved ones and those we will never meet. <laughs> we are here for research. That is exactly it. Um, and then one other thing I wanted to just ask a quick thing. Actually, we've got two more and then we need to wrap it up is we've got a whole podcast episode about riding the Rocky Mountaineer together because that was pure magic luxury yeah. train. That was incredible. Um, Fairmont helped too. Wow. Yeah. I think your, your favorite thing of that whole thing was besides the amazing scenery was the Chateau Lake Louise. That was a highlight. Remember our amenity that was like the handmade chocolates. That oh, yes. The yeah. in, in the shape of Lake Louise with, yeah, all of that. Um, really talented people. But then I just have to call us back to that last trip that we did together in June when you and I got to go and go island hopping in the Florida Keys. That was amazing. <laughs> Remember, it was Pride, so I got to go and have a fun dance party while you sat there and laughed at me. And maybe I had one too many martinis that night because I was so excited and everything was rainbow and it was so beautiful. It was um, it was definitely, it was a lot going on. It was amazing. Yeah. But yeah, no, these and that's that um, boat charter that we went on. What was that called? Catamaran? Oh, that yes. Last oh. that day and then there was sharks below us and birds above us and beautiful boat all to ourselves with one other couple it was really lovely way to do it I, I i'd highly recommend doing it that way it's just got the the keys already has the most relaxed cool chill vibe i love it down there it's just really low-key and i really enjoyed that um, but then put yourself on a sailboat with just a couple other people and mm -hmm. snorkeling just you cannot be stressed in the keys yeah. go that, to the that, keys. that was with key west eco tours <laughs> Key West Eco Tours on the Java Cat. That was that yes. specific experience. That was amazing, and we we actually got to go out with the same company again to go kayaking. Oh my gosh, another super fun, super cool Florida Keys experience. And we need to record an episode about that trip specifically. Yeah, because we were in the water. It was my, I, you know me. I love to be a little bit soggy all the time because mm -hmm. it means that water a lot and we were soggy for two straight days with the boat trips snorkeling trips so no but remember on, on that that trip specifically we had 11 different water activities besides <laughs> swimming pools <laughs> oh my god pigeon key um oh, the, uh, parasailing oh gosh yeah. it was so much fun soggy. we were the soggy bottom boys on that one that was great <laughs> oh good times well, I think we need to wrap this up. Um, I've got more stuff I've got to take care of today. Thank you for coming on another podcast episode. I love getting to chat with you here in addition to real life. And I like that Me we too. get to share that. We're on the same coast. So we, we do make it happen from the East Coast now. We were on the West Coast, but 
we love to travel and be together. And I just love you so much, honey. I'm so grateful for these adventures that you shared with me. And I look forward to many more. And don't forget, we get to go to Arizona in like three weeks. Dude, we're starting over again. Yeah, here we go. (laughs) Well, thanks for listening, everyone. And Kelly, again, thanks for being here. And if you would like to subscribe, go ahead and hit that button wherever you get your podcasts. And then check out the blog at twotraveldads.com and give us a follow over on Instagram at twotraveldads. We will talk to you later. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Two Travel Dads podcast is created by Rob and Chris Taylor in St. Augustine, Florida. We'd love to answer your questions here on the podcast, providing both our experience and stories to share our own insights into whatever you're wondering about. Visit twotraveldads.com slash podcast dash episodes to leave your questions and to check out past episodes and show notes. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and have an awesome day.